let's get real. Being a boudoir photographer is a lifestyle. Everything that we do or feel in our business inadvertently melts into our personal lives. Hi, I'm Bethany. I'm a boudoir photography coach that helps other boudoir photographers thrive and bring clarity to their work, life, and everything in between. I share about the insane highs and crashing lows of having a boudoir photography business and in life. It's like joining your bestie for a cup of your favorite matcha almond milk latte and talking all things this boudoir photographer life has to offer. Attention all boudoir photographers. Are you ready for an exclusive backstage pass to the world of boudoir? Introducing my exclusive Patreon membership for boudoir photographers like you. Join my inner circle and gain access to a treasure trove of boudoir photography expertise, tips, and inspiration. Immerse yourself in a supportive community where creativity thrives and confidence is celebrated. There are three membership tiers inside of Inner Circle. The Onyx membership is for the boudoir photographer that wants exclusive extra podcast episodes. The Gold membership is for the boudoir photographer that wants a little bit more with my done-for-you profitable pricing guide for boudoir photographers, camera basics course, behind the scenes of photo shoots, and live Q&A. The Rose Gold membership is for the boudoir photographer that wants it all. I get it, me too. <laughs> it includes everything from the previous memberships that I mentioned prior, plus courses on Facebook marketing and five boudoir poses that generate 1K sales, plus live Q&A. Elevate your skills and in-depth with in-depth tutorials that will take your boudoir photography to new heights. Click the link in the show notes to become a part of our Patreon family today. I had a discussion with my photographer friends the other day talking about how overwhelming it can be to balance your business and your life. As soon as things are going well in my business, my kid gets sick, one of them said in discouragement. How are these people in these Facebook groups making that high of a sale? Others have added, it can be very encouraging to those who are working towards those goals, but the ones who are stuck trying to do all the things can find those posts super daunting. After all, we are constantly working on our photography businesses, and sometimes it can feel like we're not going anywhere. So tune out the world and do you. This is the beauty of being in business for yourself. I've said it before. You don't have to run your life or your business by someone else's guidelines. And what's working for other people may not necessarily work for you. But isn't that why we're in business for ourselves in the first place? Even if you dedicate one hour of your day to your business, that is definitely something. Action is the cure for procrastination. So allow me to address the elephant in the room. Where have I been these past few months? <laughs> so authenticity is my highest value. And I know others appreciate it too, obviously. <laughs> I've been cheating on my boudoir business. Okay, listen, I'm a working photographer too, and the burnout gets freaking real. I've overbooked myself for a campaign, which I love and lovingly call fearless, is 37 women over the age of 30 who share their tales of courage. And it has been insane, but I love it. <laughs> it's like, I love it, but it's driving me crazy, but I love it. And it's kind of like a, it's kind of like having a puppy. 
again. Um, so in November of 20, what is 2022? Oh no, November of this year, 2023. Um, I'm hosting a gala and a gallery style exhibition for these amazing and gorgeous women. I have women of all backgrounds, ages, shapes, and sizes. Most have been so amazing. Others don't listen to anything in my phone consultations or emails or anything on my website. And I've also been called bait and switch, even though I've been straightforward with everything throughout the entire process. So why is it that the most negative things outweigh the good sometimes? The ones that I've encountered that have been amazing are 100% genuine people that I love how open and communicative that I have been with them. And that's not to discount those people because that has been the majority of the clients for this project. It, I mean, in anything in business, it's going to be great. But for some reason, like sometimes like the big, the bad stuff can feel like it outweighs the good and it will drive you crazy, you know? And that's why it's so important to have something outside of your photography business to help you kind of like decompress and not so much obsessed with everything. <laughs> so I had a hard time disconnecting from my business and from some of these stories that uh, some of these women have shared with me. And I know that there are a lot of people out there that get those, those stories. And this may sound terrible, but no one talks about this in, this in the photography coaching world. And it's just like, why aren't we addressing like the bad stuff? Like we only have to focus on the good, but that's not the, the situation. That's not real life. So um, I, in December, I was burned by a couple of these shoots like right in a row where certain clients never paid any attention to what I was sharing with them. Uh, a good friend called it selective amnesia. <laughs> But like after that, I was so burned out that I didn't want to shoot anymore. And that is not who I am. I love photographing women. I love empowering people. I, it's just, it feeds my soul. But there's some times where you just have a hard time disconnecting from their story, which who knows if it's real or not, right? And, you know, you get those clients that are like, oh, I didn't see your price list, but at the same time, it's like, how communicative can you be with some people, you know, like they've, it's on my website, we did a phone consultation together. So if we talked on the phone about it, and now you don't remember. And you know, this happens, probably, I got about like, seven out of like the 50 some odd photo shoots that I did. Um, where it was like, oh, I didn't know. And it's like, oh, okay. Um, I don't know what to tell you. I feel bad for you. But those, I mean, those situations happen. Um, I actually spoke, I'm going off the script here. So here we go. I was talking to my mentor, Terry Hofford. I was in her coaching program for a little bit. Uh, she's fantastic. <laughs> um, and I was like, what can I do differently? I don't know how else to talk to these people. And she's like, well, you know, that's just something that comes with business and you're going to get maybe five to seven people where they don't read anything or something came up and they've forgotten or something like that. Or they'll be frustrated with you. And I'm not telling you this to um, 
make you afraid to be in business because it is very exhilarating. But it's just kind of like those things that people don't talk about when it comes to photography businesses. Um, so I just wanted to address that. But anyway, going back to uh, what I was meaning to talk about is I told my husband I needed a few months off. So I upped my prices for a session with me and the booking slowed down, which was expected. But the people I was working with were more eager to hear from me. They listened and they cared so much about the campaign and experience that by the end of it, they were wanting to be involved even more. At the moment, I have 36 fearless participants. And if I only end up with 36, that's totally fine. Um, I've helped other photographers create and grow their businesses to what they are today. And that's so motivating to me. But before I could come back to the podcast, I needed to feed myself. So I've always loved photographing women and horses. It's so random, I know. I've also enjoyed the few maternity sessions I have had in my boudoir business because you get those from time to time. Um, but I really wanted to try something new. And for those of you who know Diana Robles, she's an amazing maternity and newborn photographer who she usually teaches during WPPI and then she also has her one-off um, workshops all over the country and sometimes internationally. Um, but when WPPI was going on in March, um, I when it was going on, I watched all the in her Instagram stories and her posts and decided to take a weekend sabbatical to one of her workshops in Canton, Georgia. And of course, they're in color. Um, and they're done in studio lighting. And the camaraderie I feel when I'm around other photographers fuels my soul. So I was like, why not? So I took the nine hour drive down to see her and stayed on a goat farm in the Georgia mountains. I even extended my trip by a day just to relax on the front patio of my Airbnb and in the company of my new goat friends. <laughs> just to reflect on the past year, the workshop, and I did a lot of journaling. Just trying to figure out how I can evolve my business into something I love again. And during this period of time, I rediscovered another passion of mine with horses. So I photographed for fun on a horse farm just to do something different with another subject matter that I enjoy photographing. It's since evolved into a yet another genre of photography that I now offer. And I didn't know that equine portrait sessions were a thing at all until I did a nosedive into the research about it. But like, holy moly, the same things that I teach inside of the Boudoir Business Roadmap applies to this genre as well. I'll tell you more after the break. So I found a local horse Facebook group and posted that I'm a professional photographer and was looking to create a portfolio of women and horses. The feedback was astounding. It's still a top post in the group and it's been a month since I posted it, but I'm still in the midst of building that portfolio to the caliber that I want it to be. As I'm cutting my chops on it, I'm learning so much. I booked out my May availability with nothing but portfolio builds for the genre, and I photographed three so far. I want my work looked whoa. I want my work to look a certain way, so I'm concentrating on this time to find it. Phase two of this process will be 
to do these sessions with an offering of not giving away the farm, pun intended, but limiting the amount of images I'm delivering. We have an IPS Zoom call a few weeks after the session where they choose their favorite images and add on more if they want to. I love a trial by fire approach because when you're shooting, whether it's free or not, it draws attention to what you're doing. The more you photograph, the closer you are to becoming the professional in your genre. My soul is on fire again, <laughs> and I'm so glad I took the time I needed to recalibrate. Now, this isn't boudoir and horses. It's just women being photographed with their horses. As I was reflecting, I realized that there are so many photographers that need to hear this from me to hear about the ups and downs of the, this industry and that it's okay to bring on genres that speak to your soul. And this is why I'm back. Let me hold your hand through the process. Adding new genres to my photography business, just because I want to do them, but this podcast is on, will only be about building and growing your boudoir photography business. The funny thing is, your genres don't have to do with anything else that you're offering. My genres are only in alignment with what I'm photographing. The ones that are relevant to one another is boudoir and maternity. Do I offer newborn sessions? No, because I don't enjoy them. <laughs> do I get inquiries for them? Yes, but I offer up another photographer that specializes in that genre. You don't have to photograph all the things because the people around you think you should only do the things you love. At the end of June, my lease was up on my studio space and I really don't want to stay there. I don't want to stay there, but I also don't want the overhead anymore. And now I'm recording this in, what is it, August? So it has already happened, but um, I've decided just to rent another studio space as I need it for a couple of hours. And transitioning to this new business model hasn't been easy emotionally. I've always identified being a photographer that has her own studio. But does that really change anything? No, I don't think so. Because the work I produce will be better and I won't have the stress about hitting a certain dollar amount for my business to make a studio rent. Just to hit that dollar amount for me and how I want to spend that extra money. Will I have a studio in the future? Probably, but right now I just wanna be free. And it's been three years that I have had a studio on my own and I just, oh, it's so strange now because whenever the first of the month starts to come up, I think that I'm like, okay, do I have enough? Like how much do I need to owe for rent? Okay, and then all my other bills, okay. And it's just so strange disconnecting that part of your brain. So these new genres are adding value for my clients. I can market to different types of people and my time can be devoted to the type of clients that I enjoy working with and appreciate my time. And I want the same for you too. Thanks so much for listening to this Boudoir Photographer Life podcast. If you have any questions, reach out to me on Instagram at Bethany Quinn Studios. Special thanks to Sarah Wilkie from Wilkie On Demand and Bethany Quinn Studios.